Back in 2015, my partner and I started a business selling products on Amazon, kitchen products to be precise. Within one year, we had grossed over a million bucks with just one product. I kid you not, it was a phenomenal experience which blew my mind. In the following years, we grew our product line and our revenue so much so that I was very lucky and able to pack up work for a couple of years to focus on my health and my daughter. However, after two years of lunching and brunching, I realized that this was not my destiny and earlier this year relaunched my Joe Barnes online brand as Your Lifestyle Business. My mission is to arm action takers with the tools, strategies and inspiration to build a business you can run from anywhere in the world, whether that be your kitchen table or a beach in Fiji. For those of you listening who have been part of my journey for the last 10 years, you'll know that this isn't my first rodeo. I actually made a very nice living between 2010 and 2016, which is when I stopped working, from video courses, ebooks, membership sites, affiliate sales, etc. But when I relaunched this year, I wanted to do something different. I didn't want to charge for the education part of my business. I really believe that information on its own is readily available for us now everywhere we turn. If you go to Google and just search up how to start an e-commerce business, a gazillion free posts and videos will pop up. My goal instead was to utilize my education as my audience building tool and then make money via my e-commerce pursuits, my books. I really want to become an author. I'm mid-writing a book as we speak. Um, Possibly some retreats in the future, uh, if I can build my podcast, sponsorship, that kind of stuff. And then along the way, some very well-researched, well-positioned and valuable referral offers. So, with that in mind, I'm about to launch my first experimental e-commerce store using Shopify. The goal being to build my own store and then educate the members of my Facebook group as I grow with over-the-shoulder videos, posts and lots of discussions. So, if you're not a part of the Facebook group, then do come and join. It is free. All my education is free, as I just said. Uh, So, just head to Facebook and type in Your Lifestyle Business and you will find our group. Now, I could launch on Amazon, but I'm not going to launch on Amazon because even though it's a cracking site to start a business, it's not hugely exciting. You have very limited control um, and I really want to have a play with print on demand and drop shipping. My goal is just to try different strategies, different ways of selling um, and demonstrate that out to my audience. And having built the Shopify store for our kitchen products brand, which I did a little, I dabbled in that in 2016 before I started really taking a lot of time off. Uh, I know my way around the platform a bit and it's actually quite a lot of fun. So in today's episode, I am sharing with you my 12 step plan for launching my new e-commerce brand. And it's very, very exciting. So let's get going. Wouldn't you love to build a business you can run from anywhere in the world, whether that be your kitchen table or a beach in Fiji? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Your Lifestyle Business, the show where I bring you into my life as a traveling entrepreneur and along with some of my awesome guests, give you tips and strategies for building your own freedom business. Welcome to the show. Let's make it happen. 
Hello there, how you doing? Joe here and welcome to today's episode of Make It Happen Monday, how I'm starting my online e-commerce business today. And let me tell you, this is so incredibly relevant because literally yesterday I signed up for my Shopify account, loaded a little logo and began tinkering. So this is so uh, timely. It's all happening right now. So here's my 12-step plan that I'm going to be following to build and grow my e-commerce business. My goal being $5,000 in revenues, not profit, because it may take me $5,000 to get to $5,000. But hey, we're going to get to five grand, and then we can grow and scale from there. So step number one, choose your business. Choose the niche you're in. Whether you choose to sell on Shopify or Amazon, actually, picking a niche is so important. In fact, if I could go back to 2015 when we started on Amazon, the one thing I would change would be to have picked a niche that we were passionate about. A niche that we could have built an audience around, that we could have created content around and that we could have talked about all day long. Neither myself nor my partner are passionate about kitchen products. We are not cooks in any way, shape or form. I am not. Being in the kitchen is not my natural habitat. Just going to put that out there. I do try. I do try (laughs) and fail regularly. So we are not passionate about kitchen products. But it was a popular niche and it did us well. Don't get me wrong. It did us well. Like I said, we grossed a million bucks in that first year on about 30, 35% profit margin. So we did very well in year one and we grew it from there. But the mistake is just to go for a niche because it's popular, because that's only going to get you so far, possibly as we did even seven figures far on Amazon. But the landscape is becoming so competitive now that the more passionate you are about a niche and the more that you build an entire brand around it, i.e. social media, blog, uh, podcasting if you want to, you know, whatever your brand is going to be, the more you literally build an entire brand around your product, then the better a competitive advantage you are going to have moving forward. And I honestly believe that micro brands are the future. Amazon has completely cornered the market for kind of the one-stop shop where you can find everything you need. So my personal recommendation is to get very specific with your niche and start a store in one narrow area, such as yoga pants or a specific type of sunglasses or a particular type of water bottle, etc. I was looking yesterday for some examples that I could give you. For instance, there's one called blissworld.com and it's all about skincare and body care. It's got all these lovely products that uh, are bliss products that, you know, rejuvenate and exfoliate and what have you, your body. So it's very specific about skincare. Then you've got a site called Dick Moby, dick-moby.com, and they just do sunglasses, sunglasses and eyeglasses. So it just specializes totally in eyewear. There's another site called Esquido, E-S-Q-I-D-O.com, and they just do anything to do with your eyelashes. Uh, and in fact, I've got a friend of mine who I met in the Maldives, and she's got a site called totallylashedup.com. And it's targeted at, you know, sort of millennials um, and people in their early 30s. And she specializes in eyelashes. Totally lashed up. Get it? Love it. There's another one called Mahabis that specializes in slippers. 
comfortable slippers that you can wear around the house, which I could do with a pair of those, to be honest with you, and so on. There's a soap company that specializes in soaps. There's another one that specializes in wooden accessories for your desks. Really, really cool, actually. It's called getrest.co. Go and check that out. It's really good. When you uh, put your mouse over the different wooden accessories, it actually shows you your phone sitting on it or your Apple Watch or your sunglasses, etc. Very nicely done. I mean, it's entirely up to you and your passions. You know, if you want to do a bit more of a shop store, a shop corner store with lots of different things, then go for it. There's nothing to stop you. Um, but I just think in this day and age with Amazon kind of having really cornered that market, you may find it easier to really zone in and focus on one very specific uh, style or type of product. So my brand is an outlet for my female empowerment passion. It's called Legends Not Ladies, which is a quote by Stevie Nicks who said, don't be a lady, be a legend. And it's a bit of a hat tip towards feminism, I guess. I'm not a feminist per se, especially not in today's kind of angry, man-hating way, because uh, I do believe wholly in collaboration between the sexes, between the genders. But I do like the fact that it's kind of, you know what, don't call me a lady, I'm a blimmin' legend, you know? <laughs> don't tell me to be ladylike, I'm a legend! Um, I love that kind of thing. But I do have a desire to have a voice in this female empowerment movement, especially with my teenage daughter growing up into this world, and thought that this would be a great outlet to support women everywhere. And I really see this as the beginning of my long-term venture into working with women who are making and selling goods in developing countries. But that's coming in the future. Right now, it's an experimental store and I want to have a play with print on demand. I want to have a play with drop shipping, which to be honest, neither are ideal long-term options for me. Print on demand, and I'll go into this more as we go through uh, the steps, but print on demand really suits creatives and artists a bit more because the profit margins are so tight. So if you're actually the designer of your designs, then your outlays are less. I'll explain more about that as we go. Drop shipping also has long delays between ordering and receiving. In today's kind of I want everything yesterday world, that's not ideal. And you can't always test the quality of a product uh, plus, there's no uniqueness. You're, you're simply advertising a product that's already been manufactured and saying it's your brand. So for a long-term, sustainable e-commerce business, you really want to be private labeling or manufacturing your own products, which are completely unique to you. But both of those require a decent amount of upfront investment. They require purchasing and holding large quantities of inventory. So to begin with, with my experimental e-commerce business, we're just going to pick the low-hanging fruit to get a hang of the business model itself without too much risk. So step one, you need to decide what is your business, what is your niche. This is quite exciting. <laughs> and if you're not sure what your passion is, what you want your business to be, then go and have a listen to the last couple of episodes. I've been talking a lot about what business should I start? In fact, episode 110 is all about what business should I start and how to really consider what niche you want to be in. So once you've done that uh, and you've, you've picked your niche, you've picked your business and you know what your name is, then it's time to go and purchase your domain. Now, just to let you know, you can kind of do the next few steps, step two, three, four and five in tandem or really in any order. This is the order I've done it in, but you can kind of do these next couple of steps in whichever order feels natural to you. But you want to go and purchase a domain name. So, of course, I went and purchased legendsnotladies.com. Don't spend too long here. You could 
spend months trying to think of the perfect name and domain. Just pick something you think could work. Not too complicated, fairly easy to type in and go for it. And something important here as well, if you can only get the .co or the .net version, that's absolutely fine. People find websites via links these days, so .com is nowhere near as important as it used to be. In fact, one of these that I just said to you, getrest.co, the wooden um, accessory company, they've got .co. So uh, I don't, have no idea how successful they are, I'll be honest, but it, I don't think it really matters anymore as much uh, because um, people find your brand, etc., through social media and content and stuff you produce. Yeah. Um, so they literally click on a link and off they go. All right. So number three, you need to create your brand outline. So who are you selling to? And therefore, what's your site going to look like? What kind of colors are you going to use? What feeling do you want to evoke from the site? Uh, and this is a pretty important step, especially to trying to figure out who you're selling to. I talk a lot about customer avatars. I think I discussed it last week. I think I discussed it the week before. It really is uh, such an important part in setting up your business. And there is no better explanation online that talks about how to create customer avatars than the Digital Marketers Customer Avatar Worksheet that I recommended in last week's podcast. I will link to it again on the show notes. The show notes, by the way, are on the blog post that accompanies this podcast and they're directly below the podcast under the title, links included in this podcast. Um, Or just go to digitalmarketer.com and search for Customer Avatar Worksheet. And it's really, really good. It gives you a whole explanation of how to figure out your customer avatar and gives you a worksheet to go with it. So once you know who you're selling to, you can start to think about your brand colors, the feeling you want to portray on your site, how you want your site to to look. The best thing to do at this stage is to have a look through other e-commerce websites and make a list of ideas for your brand. Very, very easy. Just go to Google and type in e-commerce website examples. (laughs) That's it. And loads and loads and loads pop up or head over to the Shopify blog because they also have loads of ideas. So for me, I was really inspired by the Melbourne wall, graffiti wall art. When we went to Melbourne last year and went walking around the streets of Melbourne, looking at the wall, I was so inspired. And ever since then, I've kind of had that in my head as an idea. And when I came up with Legends Not Ladies, I just thought, oh my gosh, that really goes so well with some of those amazing drawings of women's faces and stuff like that on the side of walls. So I'm using that kind of graffiti wall art, lots and lots of colours and all the rest of it. Um, as my brand that really kind of stand out. Um, oh, it's just going to look so good. And the my colour scheme is kind of a dark purple and a yellow, which is just lovely. So <laughs> join the Facebook group and you'll see all of this over my shoulder on videos. All right. So step number three is you need to decide what you want to sell. Now, you may have started with this. That's why I said you can kind of do these in different orders. You might have started uh, with this. I did. I, I kind of knew I wanted to sell uh, mugs, bags, stationery, stuff like that. I mean, that's all standard for print on demand anyway. Um But this will largely depend on the niche you have chosen. So, for example, if you have chosen the jewellery niche because you make it, then you've obviously decided your product before you've kind of decided everything else. You know, you've got this specific jewellery. You now just need to decide who you're going to sell it to, what you're going to call it, how you're going to brand it, etc. 
if for instance you say you know what I want to go into the pet I got a dog and I want to go into the dog niche there are so many ways you could go you could say well I'm going to sell outfits for dogs or I'm going to do more consumables pet foods yeah recurring products I want to go into safety I want to go into training I want to go into grooming products um the key is really, I would say, is start small and scale. Like we did with Amazon, we started with one product. Now on Shopify, it's slightly different, and I probably would have a few products up there, but start in one particular area. So for instance, my brand is about female empowerment. So my growth strategy is as follows. Number one, print on demand. So I'm going to be selling t-shirts, I'm going to be selling those little pillows, some bags, uh, mugs, journals, possibly shoes, I'm not sure about the shoes. Um, and they're all going to have like empowerment quotes on them, some really, really cool, um, fabulous female empowerment quotes on them. I'm going for a little bit funny, a bit quirky, uh, and uh, yeah, so they're going to, going to be great. Um, so that's kind of how I'm starting. And note, by the way, how I'm saying my brand is about female empowerment. It's not about t-shirts and mugs. They are the products I'm selling, but the brand is actually about female empowerment. So when you're thinking about your brand, what's it actually about? So for instance, the jewelry thing, is your brand about beauty? You know, if you're making specific jewelry, is it about beauty? Or is it about making a statement? Is it about women who want to get out there and make a statement with their jewelry? You know, you need to think about what your brand's about. Anyway, so number one, print on demand. So that's my t-shirts, pillows, bags. Then number two, my next uh, experiment is going to be drop shipping. So I've had a quick look on the sites like AliExpress, etc. And really, the most uh, relevant products that I can drop ship are going to be jewelry products with little messages on them, on the, um, you know, pendants and bracelets and things like that, and stay Stationary. Again, more stationary journals, pens, that kind of stuff. Um, then step number three would be going into private label and our own products. So I will obviously test the market, see what's selling, and then hopefully get to a point where I can actually go and create my own journals, diaries, stationary bags. I think that's kind of where I'm leaning to with this. Um, and journals in particular, so that you've got, you know, journals that when you open them, they've got messages inside and that kind of stuff. So my own, what I actually make myself. Then step number four, probably on the site, I would add affiliations. So maybe books, other people's products, things like that. You can link through, get an affiliate account with like Amazon, for instance, and link through to people's products or do a deal directly with other product owners. And then step for five for me is a kind of a not-for-profit element, which is ideally my end goal is to use the site as a vehicle to sell products made by women in developing countries who are funded by microloans. Uh, so I won't go into that right now, but that's kind of my long-term vision. So if we take the pet example, for instance, you could start with outfits for small dogs. Maybe that's what you start with. Your whole site is outfits for small dogs. And then as that grows, you could maybe move into, say, harnesses. Um, or maybe you could add a safety product section. Or maybe you could add a training product section. And then you could add your grooming product. So you start with one specific um, avenue and then you grow into different avenues as you go yeah or of course you could just stay with outfits and you could become a dog fashion store so your brand could be all about how to make your dog look amazingly fashionable because I know that that's the thing <laughs> the choice is yours um, and you need to go where your passion lies hence why a lot of my brand leads towards stationery because I'm just addicted to it I could spend hours in a station what is it about stationery I could literally spend hours in a stationery store but clearly I'm not alone otherwise there wouldn't be things like typo and smiggles and all the rest of it haven't been um oh my god I used to love standing in smiggles and blaming it on my daughter anyway so step number four 
choose how you're going to obtain your products. So as I said in step one, you have a choice between print on demand, drop shipping, affiliation, private label, manufacturing your own goods, etc. Um, and only you can obviously decide which business model suits you right now. So let me just explain. Print on demand means that you just need to design the artwork. All the products will be printed and shipped directly from the manufacturing company. So there are companies like T-Launch and Printful. They have t-shirts, bags, shoes, shirts, hoodies, journals, mugs, uh, uh, shower curtains, pillows, a whole host of products which they display on their website and they're white. Yeah, they're just like white or black or blue or green. They're all different colors. And so you design artwork to go on those products. You never actually create the products. You just create the design work. You then link their app with your Shopify store or whatever store you're using. And you then upload your artwork and now your store displays a t-shirt with your artwork on it or a bag with your artwork on it. It's very, very clever. And then they will charge you, say, 10 bucks for the t-shirt plus shipping. You go out and charge 20 bucks or 25 bucks for the t-shirt with your brand on it and then you make the difference. Yeah. And it goes directly from them, by the way. So you don't even get involved in the shipping. Somebody comes and buys, the money goes into your account, they take their cut, they send out the t-shirt, you keep the rest of it. That's how it works. I mean, it's incredible isn't it? It's incredible. Yesterday, my friend and I sat here, we signed up for Shopify, we added a couple of banner images, we went straight onto T-Launch, we added it to the site, uh, we added um, some brand, be a legend, not a lady, onto some t-shirts, and boom, within an hour, we essentially had a store up. Now, it didn't look great, and I want to tinker with it, but I could have just gone live yesterday, it could have added my PayPal account in the back, gone live, put it on Facebook, and tried to start selling my t-shirt straight away. That's how fast and quick you can get a store up is amazing. Dropshipping means that you advertise a product. So you would go and find a product on say AliExpress and you would advertise that product on your store. So let's say you're going to do outfits for dogs. So you go and find a really nice little kind of doggy coat on AliExpress. You then advertise exactly that on your store with pictures and description and all the rest of it. Somebody comes along and buys that from your store. And then again, using an app, it's amazing how this stuff works. That purchase goes straight through to AliExpress. They then send out that coat directly to the buyer. Um, they are paid at that point that we order that you order the coat and you keep the balance so again everything's done almost automatically it's incredible but because it's coming from aliexpress which is based in china then obviously you know it can take two to three weeks to to get to the person there's arbitraging as well so arbitraging means that you buy things cheaply and sell them for a profit so for instance you may head down to your local stores at sale time january sales stock up on lots of different stuff and then you sell at a higher price later from your own site um, now obviously that means that you're going to have the goods so you would then do the shipping you'd then sell you know send those uh, products out and the profit would be whatever the difference between what you charge your customer and what you paid for the item including all the shipping costs etc in your time uh, affiliation means that you would advertise other people's products and get a commission for every sale you make 
profit margins are probably going to be pretty low so i would i would probably do this as a you know as an extra to your store unless you are amazing at seo and you can literally just build an audience no trouble at all on a site and get hundreds of thousands of hits um, and people clicking through and buying your affiliate offers you know if you're like awesome if that's your thing um, then that would be a good way to go for you private label is where you source products in bulk usually 5,000 or more and then you brand the product with your own brand name either directly on the product or on the packaging so you actually go to a manufacturer uh, in wherever America China Africa wherever you're going to source your products from and let's say they are making overcoats for dogs let's say that's their whole factory makes overcoats for dogs and so you call your little brand pets are us or whatever uh, dog coats are us and you put a little label on every single overcoat so you actually go to the manufacturer and you give them all your design work and you want a little label added to the overcoat with your brand your logo and then they're all boxed up and shipped to whatever warehouse you want that stuff to be shipped to and then obviously you're selling your own brand on your website and um dealing with the fulfillment uh, now obviously that's that's how amazon works and amazon do the fulfillment for you with their fba program but you can obviously find your own fulfillment house fulfill yourself in the early days if you want to uh, and, and go from there and then manufacturing your own goods says what it does on the tin you would actually then design and manufacture your own unique branded product so you wouldn't use a overcoat that's already being made you would actually design and create your very own very unique to you and your brand uh, but to be truly unique you'd really need to go down the route of patents and stuff or in all honesty the manufacturer can just sell your design to someone else <laughs> i know it's a super super crooked world all right so there are all the different ways that you can obtain your products so step five decide where you're going to sell are you going to sell locally, internationally, in just one specific country? Again, this greatly depends on the niche you're in and the business model you choose. For example, I have a friend I'm working with who wants to open a clothing store. And she has all the clothes in her home, which she had designed and made a while ago for another project she was working on. And then once she's she sold those, she has a manufacturer she knows who she will continue to source clothes from. So initially, she's going to wrap and ship the products herself, so she will start her site selling only locally to ensure the system of shipping, etc. works, that she's profitable, um, and then, once we've grown it locally, we'll look at expanding her reach. Now, you may find that print-on-demand is too expensive to ship internationally. They do actually have different price points for wherever you are in the world. So, for instance, if you are selling a 10-buck t-shirt in the US, they might then charge you 3 bucks for shipping in the US, but it might cost you an extra 10 bucks to ship internationally. So, you will have to obviously take those costs into account when you're working out your potential profit margins and your costs. Drop shipping, most products will probably come from China, so you should be okay to sell all over the world, but you may want to start just in your home country to test the waters. If you're arbitraging, it usually means you'll be shipping it yourself, as in the case of my friend, so you'll just need to bear that in mind. And if you're private labeling and or manufacturing, then it's obviously going to depend on your cost, your profit margins and where you're shipping from, remembering that you've got to get the product from the manufacturer, 
to your warehouse and then out to your customer. So there's quite a lot of logistics involved when it comes to fulfilling and shipping. Hence why we're starting with the real low hanging fruit here <laughs> in print on demand and drop shipping. So we will cover this in more detail as we go and as we grow, but you just do need to bear this step in mind. Where is it that you're going to sell? Then step six, you want to create your logo and your site designs. So we've made all our decisions. We know what niche we're in. We know our business. We've got our brand name. Uh, we know what our colors are going to be. We know where we're going to sell. We know what we're going to sell. We're all ready to go. So now it's time for the fun stuff. So you need to get your logo designed or design it yourself. So head over to Canva or wherever. Um, I'm actually a terrible designer. <laughs> so I actually paid 299 bucks to 99 designs and started a design competition. But you can do it a lot cheaper. You can go to places like Fiverr, you can go on to Upwork.com and you can find people who can design a nice little logo for you um, or Canva actually has templates, logo templates, so you can just go in there, just, just get your site live, don't spend weeks and months trying to get the perfect logo for your site. I know you're going to be passionate about it, you're going to want it to look really good from the get-go, but honestly you can change these things as you go. So we just want to get it live and see whether your product are actually going to sell before you invest too much time and money in a lot of the little details. So as I said, I really just wanted to see what cracking designs we could get to go with my kind of graffiti wall art style theme that I wanted. Um, and I'm pretty sure I have a winner. I love a little logo that, I, I, that has been created and it's given me some great design and color ideas for the site as well. Now, Shopify actually comes with loads of great free themes. So once you've signed up, you can select a theme and then decide the image and colors you want for that theme. Once again, don't spend too long here. You could actually spend months building the perfect site only to find that you sell nothing. So when I signed up for my Shopify account yesterday, I actually just went with the basic standard Shopify theme. I started looking through free themes and thought, oh my gosh, I could get just get lost in a sea of themes here and design elements and all the rest of it. I just want to get live. I want to get selling my products. Um, we can really refine the site as we go along. So I just went with the standard theme and added some really cool images. As you launch and build your site, you want to focus on the products and the sales process more than the design of the site. If you focus on having really high class quality photos of the products, solid descriptions of the products, and you've got a really nice smooth sales process, your checkout page looks really good, you've got testimonials on there, reasons for people to buy, all of that kind of stuff, all of which we will go through as I do this, um, you know, you can tweak and improve your site as you go along, but you want to focus on those products and sales process to begin with. All right, step number seven is sign up for Shopify or, of course, your e-commerce store of choice. For me, I'm using Shopify because I just find it super easy to use. I mean, it's built specifically for e-commerce. It is an e-commerce store, one-stop shop. 
And it has lots of apps and bells and whistles that connect it to print on demand services, drop shipping, social media, anything you can imagine for super easy promotions and sales. But of course, it is not the only option. There is WooCommerce and BigCommerce and Magento and various others. So you do need to research the platforms and decide which one is best for you. But I have signed up to Shopify's basic plan. It's 29 bucks a month and I've got a 14 day trial. So I've got two weeks to try and get my site up live and selling before I actually pay my first 29 bucks. So I could have made that before I even have to pay it, which is pretty cool. So that's step seven. You need to actually sign up for your e-commerce store of choice. And then step eight is adding your theme and your designs and your products and your payment vehicles. So depending on the platform you choose, you now need to customize that, add in your logo and your images and all that kind of stuff. Um, your payment vehicles, I would imagine going to be PayPal and Stripe so people can pay through PayPal and credit cards, etc. And then of course your products. And this is probably going to be the lengthiest process. We started to add our products yesterday. Uh, and it, of course, it's about uploading the artwork. It's then about creating a description. It's then about creating variations. Um, and all of that kind of stuff. So do make sure you're in my Facebook group so you can watch over the shoulder videos of me adding my products and setting up my store. Um, and as I said, just head to Facebook, type in your lifestyle business and you will find my Facebook group. It'd be great to have you join and part of the community. Um, and then once you've got all that up and the site is ready, step nine is to go live. Yippee! <laughs> you can let out a huge sigh of relief your site is now live and of course you have built it so they will come. You can sit back, put your feet up on the table, grab a cuppa and people will come flooding to your website. Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, that is not the case. Of course, when you go live, you can send it out to all your family and friends and beg them to buy something off your site to get you off the ground. But step 10 is to start your promotional campaign. So now the site is live. It is really time for the hard work to start. So look, step 10, 11 and 12, I'm going to give you three quick steps just to get you started. But this is huge. This is a huge subject. So I will discuss launch strategies, promotional strategies, marketing strategies and everything in future podcasts. But here is what I am going to do just to get started and get my site off the ground. So step number 10 or step number one, if you like, in your promotional campaign. Decide your main social media platform. Do not try to be everywhere at once unless you have a huge team of people to help you. So I'm starting with Instagram. I, I've, I have this be in my bonnet about figuring out Instagram. So I'm starting with Instagram um, and I will link probably to a Facebook page and a Pinterest page or whatever through various apps, if this, then that and all that kind of stuff. But I won't focus on the other social media accounts. I will simply post all my main content and focus solely on Instagram. But while I'm doing that, why not? just have it filtering over to the other sites while I'm doing that. You know, there's no harm in having that content just go over to the other sites as well. So decide your social media account, create your page or your account, and then set up apps that can copy your content across to other accounts if you want to. You can then really get into those other accounts later on um, as you grow or as you have built up a team to help you, etc., to really cover all angles. 
So as I said, I've started with Instagram. I have uh, created my Legends Not Ladies account in Instagram. I have, uh, there's nothing on it at the moment. You can, of course, check it out and follow it if you'd li- like to. I'll put a link in the show notes in the blog post that accompanies this podcast. Um, so that's step number one. Just get out there, create your account, put your design up there, add your bio, um, all that kind of stuff. So then step 11 or step two in your promotion campaign is then populate with cool content pertaining to your brand. So start posting valuable content. So my strategy is to gather together lots of awesome quotes from lady legends across the eras, add them to nice backgrounds or photos, etc., and start posting. So I'll be posting lots and lots of really awesome quotes um, and empowering messages on my Instagram account. Plus, I'll be recommending books that have been written by Lady Legends. I will be recommending websites, articles, podcasts, whatever I can find that, that supports and backs up my female empowerment brand. So let's say we go down the pet route, which is hugely popular, by the way, on Instagram, and you are, you're you're creating your fashion store for pets and you're selling your overcoats, then you would start to post the most amazing, cute images of dogs and little videos and little memes and all the rest of it, yeah, and heading out into the dog niche and um, starting to build your brand around that. And then, of course, as you are posting your core content, you are also going to be filtering in pictures of your products and of course there's an app from Shopify that you can now add to Instagram so people can buy directly from your newsfeed and all that kind of stuff so we'll get into that and then step 12 is begin building your audience so here's where we start to get really super juicy so with our valuable content we will start to build an audience of people who really resonate with our brand and as we build that audience we will create a freebie or two to encourage people to come and join an email list now maybe it'll be a discount or we'll have a digital product that complements our product but the goal will be to begin building our community of potential buyers okay then we'll up the ante with more content co-promotions influencer marketing paid ads all of that kind of stuff but I really feel that I've probably covered enough for now in today's podcast there's quite a lot there So there you have it. They are sort of my 12 steps to really getting my online e-commerce business off the ground right now. Um, I will just say one more time, if you would like to come and join the Facebook community, do so. I will be recording this over the shoulder video showing exactly how I am setting all this up for my brand um, over the coming weeks. So I do hope that you've enjoyed today's episode and that it's given you the steps and the impetus to get going. If it all sounds really scary, which I'm sure it does, just start with baby steps. Just take step one, step two, bite it off in small, manageable chunks, okay? And if you're part of our community, then we have got some amazing people in our community, so generous with their time, advice, support, etc., And uh, we're all just helping and supporting each other. So you will feel great being part of that community. So in the meantime, (laughs) live life on purpose, my friend. And of course, as always, make it happen. Thanks so much for listening. I hope it's been useful and I look forward to speaking to you again next week. Take care. Have a great week. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. To join in the conversation, please head over to yourlifestylebusiness.com where you can find links to podcasts, show notes and sign up to download my free ebook, How to Build a Business You Can Run from Anywhere in the World. Also, make sure you come and join our Facebook community. Just search for Your Lifestyle Business on Facebook and you'll soon be sharing ideas with like-minded entrepreneurs all on the same journey. 
Lastly, if you have a moment, please subscribe and quickly rate this podcast on iTunes. It takes a tenth of a second to hit the little stars and your rating will ensure it gets out to more people and impacts as many as possible with the message, make it happen. Thank you so much. See you next time.